You want a life where you can fully embrace yourself. You want to live life on purpose and on your terms. You want to tap deeper into your soul as you grow into your purpose work and you no longer want to hide in the shadows. Hey, I'm Danielle Amy and I am obsessed with helping humans human. I am on a mission to normalize that we are here to feel, heal, experience, connect, and grow. I have transformed many darker sides of this journey into the most incredible life I could imagine. My ducks aren't always in a row. In fact, I think I lost one. But yet, I have created a beautiful family, comfortable lifestyle, and a freedom-based business along the way. All while learning to love and accept myself as a soul that's on a human experience. Through my intuitive teachings, real talks, and guest interviews, I can help you as we help the world to love ourselves just a little bit more. There's a thing that I have talked about with clients quite some time, and one of the phrases that I used, or the expression that I used, was what you feel like at night when you go to close your eyes, like the things, the thoughts that cross your mind. You know the nights that you're not so exhausted that you didn't just like, as soon as your head hit the pillow, pass out. You know the times when you like are contemplating things and thinking things? And not the things about other people, the things about you. Those hold so many gems of truth of how you feel about yourself. And I think so often you go through the motions of life just existing, just doing things because you think you're supposed to, because it's the right way. Seemed like the nice guy, seemed like the nice girl, um, seemed like the great job, seemed like this, seemed like this, seemed like this. But there's still... A potential of a part of you that's longing for something and so now I'm going to go on to the next layer is what if or for some of you maybe you already have and then for those of you that it seems like a far stretch it's still possible but even even whether it is or isn't it doesn't matter what happens if you already make the millions of dollars whatever whatever number it is that those of you are seeking to make what is it what do you feel like then how does your head feel when you hit the pillow then So that's something I want to share with you guys today is once you do hit millions, maybe even multi-millions, what are you feeling inside? And I think this can go so many different ways. So my husband and I, over the last few years, especially most in particular the last two years together, have gone through some really major internal shifts. And about a year prior to those two years had come into more money than we had ever had in our entire lives. And we, the way that we thought three years ago versus the way that we think today is entirely different. And I think that's the big shift is so without going into detail as to why, what, when, how, I will tell you this, that there will never, ever, 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 ever be amount of money, amount of money that will completely validate the inside of yourself because that state of validation comes from you rising in consciousness okay which just really means like let's try to break it down even a little bit more simplified the way that you see think and feel about yourself in this world and how much you separate yourself from things how much the external world still validates so many of the reasons why you make the decisions that you do today opposed to making them simply solely for you because there's a big stigma around that because that means that you're selfish 
So when you make these, when you start to shift into higher, higher, higher states of consciousness, this does not mean that you are now striving to go live in a teepee hut in the middle of the jungle without air conditioning and, you know, have a loin loincloth and get a bow and arrow and, you know, hunt a deer and grow some lettuce. Like that, that's not what this means, but it's more about what you have and what you do with it, how you think and how you think with it how you feel and how you feel with it because we often are in a state of being confined to a state of limitation a stature of limitation to so degree um because we live in a limited form and the more you move into limitlessness you are moving into an observer role so there is no good there is no bad there is no more there is no less because everything just is and depending on what your vibration attracts in this life easily very easily and some of you yes do have the ability to increase your vibratory rates but for those of you that notice that it's not changing that's when you have to sit with what's already in front of you and enhance that form of acceptance which is the now of of living in what you have of who you already are and finding the magnetism in that so that's the part that can be really challenging is like, well, how do you, how do you get to that place? And the, the place you get to is legitimately through relinquishing the change and the shackles that you've been holding on to yourself of stigmas of who you need to be and how you need to be it and when you need to be it. And, and the, I will tell you, it's like a dance. You're, you're going to dance back and forth. And what I mean by that is there's going to be portions of your life. So I'll use myself for an example many, many years ago, pre me having my own business or anything like back when I worked in accounting in, in like my early twenties. And I remember then I was, I was very attached to working a job and becoming successful because in my lifetime, this, oh, that is all that I knew. I didn't know anybody at that time, like really being entrepreneurs other than I guess the owners of the business that I worked for, but that, that still was a really big separation. And then I saw those people because they were a wealthy family and I used to go to galas and, and all these different events that that particular family put on. And I felt like an outsider at those events. I felt like I didn't belong there. There, there, there was this this barrier between us. And I, I still had the programming in my mind that all people with money are just living really frivolously. They don't know what it's like to work really hard. They're really selfish. They spend money on things that's just ridiculous because there's you know people in the world that's starving, blah, 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 blah. And so for a long time, that's how I felt. And I, I probably it wasn't until the last seven years that my mindset started to shift a lot more. Now I got more and more and more and more comfortable being around people with money, but still felt really separate until I started making my own money. And, and just as a family having more money than I had experienced before. And so I definitely went through a period of time where money was materialism and that materialism was giving me a sense of satisfaction, but more importantly, I thought it was helping me with my self-worth. And then I've even had it as far as, because it still was attached to money, if I had tons of clients, that means I was also getting paid. And that validation, I thought like, oh no, I found myself, but that wasn't true. I was just masking more inner stuff from the external world to fill it. 
So that's really the crossroads that we're having in life is so for me, I went through all these ebbs and flows of basically like shunning it away, seeing it as something bad to then be like, yeah, I'm gonna take this. I have it. I'm going to bask in it. Like here I am, here I am, here I am. But that was really contained in a lot of egoism, not trying to necessarily be egotistical towards other people to be like, Hey, look at me, but it was more for myself and the show I was putting on for myself and all the invalidation that I felt inside. And I think that's when you can begin to distinguish when you're doing something simply because you're choosing to do it, not because it defines something in you. I think that's the big shift. So where you buy the nice car and but you already felt happy about yourself and you simply just want to buy the nice car because you can buy the nice car and that's what you choose to do for yourself because it feels like it meets your vibration opposed to oh well I think I'm gonna buy this car because then people might look at me if I'm driving the fancy car than this so if you're having that whole second thought what are they gonna think well you got some healing to do because when you're just making a conscious decision based on self because you can because you want to because it matches your vibration and it doesn't contain any emotions towards anything other than this is just what I desire in this moment when I call into my life and you basically contain it into null and void I think you're making really good decisions in my perspective because what I notice when you're coming from that place and those things are no longer defining you when you are a person that comes into millions of dollars or multi-millions of dollars you're now thinking in a a contextual form that is broader that does serve other people but you're also not lessening the service of yourself but I also feel again to contrary for many of you that are still in lower line consciousness as far as especially how you see finances you still see them as things is I think the big shift is is like you have 30 million dollars and instead of building a mansion that has 50 bedrooms in it and a 12 car garage for all your Lamborghinis um, you might be doing something else with a portion of that yet still allowing yourself to live in a home that people might consider it being huge you know and to where you're not being wasteful. I feel like you're being intentional with your decisions. So maybe you do still have like a four car garage because I don't know, you have a truck, your wife has a, a Bentley and y'all have a kid, maybe two kids and you want to park their garages or maybe you have a golf cart or, or, or Lamborghini, whatever. Like, I mean, that's, that's our own person's decision. Who are we to judge them? And when one is judging another, you still have healing to do. And so that's the whole thing is when you, your goal at hand, no matter how much money you have or how much money you don't have, how can you get into the role of the observer? You get into the role of the observer by raising your state of consciousness and you raise your state of consciousness by accepting your state of being. And that is what I do for people. That is what I'm here for people. And I personally have found recently, I prefer those that have already hit million dollars or more in their lifetime because that becomes an omission of something that they're seeking. Now, there are so many that still want more money because they think they still need it for safety, but that's more inner wounds, inner inner holes of self that is still trying to find that self-worth. So that's that aspect that we're still growing into, like each and every one of us is still growing into. And, and when you, when you can move, when you can move into the state of observation, you really are starting to move into deeper forms of enlightenment, which is what this whole thing is about, which when you are doing that, when one is moving into enlightenment, when you are moving into higher forms of consciousness, there isn't a ruled path to get there. There isn't step one, step two, step three, step four. There are some baselines of you letting go of ego that could be maybe labeled. Um, but there's no rules there's no rules, meaning that everyone, when they get to this place, doesn't have millions of dollars or everyone that gets to this place has $30,000 or everyone that gets to this place has no desire to have a nice car. They will drive a buggy and a wagon. Like, you know, like there's, 
that's to each their own. Like everybody is not destined to live in the teepee hut and everybody's not destined to live in a mansion. Everybody's not going to be buying acres of land. Some people are still going to live in an apartment. Some people's going to still live in a city. Some people are still going to work corporate. Some people are still going to do things because that's their journeys. And so depending on whatever your soul is here to evolve into and or what you have or have not done in the past is going to have a lot of distinguishment based on what you do today. Same reason why some of you that are holding on so much of the image of being a healer and you're trying to be a healer, it more than likely isn't going to happen for you. I never wanted to be a healer. I didn't choose this path. I didn't want it. If anything, I've been trying to turn it down over and over, over and over, over and over and over and over again of like, I don't want this. <laughs> That's the very thing I'm supposed to do because it's what I don't want to be at times. I, I don't want to do it. Like I'm kind of like, ah, and why? You want to know why I don't always want to do this? Because it comes so easily for me. It happens so easily for me that it makes me fucking rattle in my skin with discomfort because who am I to live a life with so much ease? Who am I when I am in my flow and in my state of alignment? I call clients so easily. Finances come easily. My skill set, my spiritual skill set is just naturally inclined. I'd never learned it. And I can do some crazy ass things that I can't even describe and or how I'm doing them. I don't know. I don't know how I can read your minds. I don't know how I know situations that happened. I don't know how I can move things. I don't know how I know the right words. I just do. I just do. It's what I'm here for. And the more I trust in that, the more the universe provides for me. And I notice the less egoism is involved to where these grander pictures are at play. Now, my husband and I, when we talk about what we're doing with our, our finances is not just for ourselves is what we're getting to do to other people. And what we're doing for other people carries so much self-satisfaction for ourselves. And at the same time, we're not omitting our own needs. We're completely making sure they're taken care for. And then here's what we're doing with the rest. And it's all, it's a lot. It's more of for the more of the people than it is for more of ourselves. But at the same time, it still is for ourselves. Why? Because that gives us so much purpose and so much satisfaction internally to be able to serve people, you know? So I think this is just the confliction of the world of programming that makes you feel really shameful or feeling really guilty. And anytime you're feeling shame, anytime you're feeling guilt, anytime you're feeling bad, anytime you're feeling judged, anytime you're feeling jealous, and anytime you're feeling separate from something, there's something inside of you that's wanting nurturing and wanting love and wanting acceptance and wanting to be opened and wanting to move into flow wanting you to see who you really are inside opposed to the falsification of attaching to another person's identity so it's it's a it's a give and take and for some of you you do need to step out of your own way you might not be able that's if that's your resistance i'm gonna figure it out on my own yeah at the end of the day you're the one that makes the choice for sure but sometimes you need some money to like blatantly tell you in your face of what's going on. And you may have already been having that person. It could be a family member that's been telling you about yourself, but you don't want to hear it because you want to say that it's them because the acceptance of self sometimes can feel so self-defeating when really, if you switch that and you see it as such a benefit, you see it as such an asset in your life to be able to call yourself out on your own stuff because there is no shame and there is no guilt. It's like, oh, so this is what's going on here. Oh, so this is what I'm learning here. Oh, I see why that was stolen. Oh, I see why I had the pause. Oh, I see why I kept doing that. Oh, I see why that happened. You know, instead of being like, oh, I made the wrong decision. Oh, I did the wrong thing. Oh, I did this thing. It's not. It, it's like everything gives you the benefit of the doubt for you to be able to find yourself within it. It's up to you to be able to look through the window. It's up for you to be able to look through the people who are mirroring you 
of who you get to be inside and or who you need to see who you already are inside, which is what is inhibiting your path, that you are stopping your path. No one else is doing it. Not the government, not the shitty exes, not the crappy partners or lack of support of a partner. It's you. It is you that has called that into your world. It is you that is probably not fully being transparent with your voice. It is you that is not being fully transparent with your choices. It is you. It is always you. It will always be you. And it is up to you to be able to find the tools or find the people that help you find the tools that help you find the self-awareness inside of yourself so that you may rise in consciousness to move into your highest form for the benefit of all. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Daring to Be Human podcast. Until next time, keep on feeling those feelings and expanding further on your soul journey. If you want more, head over to daringtobehuman.com for show notes, links to any resources mentioned in today's episode. And if you are looking to take your human journey to the next level, be sure to check out my private members community. The links are waiting for you at daringtobehuman.com.